What is up, guys? We are back. Last Call Sports Podcast here, just coming off of Thanksgiving break. So welcome back. Thanks for listening. Thanks for following on the socials. This podcast is brought to you by Acres Down South, home of the game day polo. What is up, guys? Everybody's back behind the bar. Everybody's about 5, 10 pounds heavier. Got some good food this weekend. What we got going on? It was glorious. <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. People... People sometimes downplay Thanksgiving, but Thanksgiving is completely amazing. Thanksgiving's top. It's top tier. I like Thanksgiving, honestly, more than even Christmas. I could agree. I think it's the best week of sports. I think um, it's nice. I like the weather. I think... Basically, it's cozy. It's just... I don't know, man. I just got... I got feelings towards Thanksgiving, man. It's good vibes. It's just good vibes. Weather's normally better. Yeah, weather feels great. You still got the leaves changing. You, you know, football's on TV. Everything's on TV. You got college basketball doing all those tournaments all over the place. You got football. I don't want to talk about those tournaments. <laughs> Memphis, Memphis didn't look great in the championship game. They looked good the first two. I mean, beating Michigan was cool to see. Just going into that game, we talked about it. I was like, this is a game that Memphis traditionally loses. And for them to beat Michigan, that was cool. And then for them to come back the next day and then beat Arkansas, which was awesome. I'll say so many people pick Arkansas to even win the SEC. I will take that bet 10 times out of 10 Mm -hmm. for Memphis to win that tournament again because there's no way they come out and play that bad again. There's no way. If you look at the second half, Memphis played amazing. Mm -hmm. First half, looked like they didn't even belong on the – same court with us. Well, the good thing for you is you don't have to. I know, but I wish I could. <laughs> but, yes, a lot of good stuff going on. The NFL games were great, mm-hmm. all of them, besides Detroit just getting absolutely just – What the hell was that, dude? The, the thing about that punch. is there was too many – there was too many – what the promotions? Oh, there was. There was too much them. money on Detroit for them to actually do well. All three favorites to win. Jared I mean, Goff showed up drunk. I mean, God, he looked horrible. He did. He looked bad, but nobody looked as bad as my uh, uncle was going. Golf the field. Golf <laughs> the field. <laughs> That's awesome. But I mean, it really was. Jordan Love showed him up. Christian Watson played great. Miss him. Wish I had him on my fantasy team. I'm glad to have him. Uh, <laughs> but that team, the, like that game, Green Bay came out just shooting. Like they came out <clears throat> throwing dimes. They weren't scared. They came out playing, and Detroit came out sluggish and hungover. I agree. Dallas, Dak is my pick for MVP right now, and I don't see how anybody could say anything else. I have one argument towards that. They haven't beat a team that's over 500 yet. When they beat a team that's over 500 and Dak has a good game, then I'll agree with you. Because he has looked – but the last three weeks, Dak has been the best quarterback in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I've Since, always felt bad for Dak because all the hate he gets. Yeah, and it's really not. And you look at Josh Allen, who has just sucked this year. Mm-hmm. He looked good this past game, though. He did. He did. Do you think that's the OC, or do you think it's I, Eagles being frauds? A mixture of both. Well, the Eagles, they just beat the. They did, but the the league handed them that game. The refs handed them that game. The Eagles are they're frauds. The frauds hurts. They are. They're. I mean, every single game. Look at every single game they've won this year. They have squeaked out by 
a tush push last second play. Um, Undefeated. You can say what you want, but they're frauds. I was saying the tush push is undefeated. Oh, it is undefeated. Well, yeah. only by them, not other. You teams. think they'll eventually be like, "Hey, you can't do that." Oh yeah, they're gonna outlaw it because. They're, but there's only how, one, how do you outlaw? But there's that? only one team that's mastered it. You look at a couple other teams that did it this week. Did not work. Kyler Murray got hurt on one. Like other teams can't do it. It's Jason Kelsey. It's not. It's just Jason Kelsey, really, that makes it so good. Why is it so good? I have no clue. You think you could get over center like that and get you a yard, Jerm? Oh, yeah. If I was behind Jason Kelsey, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell, yeah. I might get through a three. <laughs> That'd be about average for them. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they don't run that on every play. I know. Think about how cool it would be if they did just every play. Every just- – it would suck. I don't know how Jalen Hurts hasn't gotten seriously hurt doing that as much as he has. Because he's a freaking brick house. Yeah, that he is. I mean, he's probably the strongest quarterback. No, there's no question if he's the strongest I'm trying to think of another. Who, who's stronger than him? There's Josh Allen. Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big Cock Brock. Yeah. I, dude, Dobbs. I think Josh Allen is the strongest quarterback. I think Josh Dobbs is an alien. He always has been. Dude, I yeah. feel sorry for Josh Dobbs. He is an astronaut, so he's probably <laughs> seen a few. Yeah. Did, you, did y'all see that picture of his family? His, like, parents at the game? Mm-hmm. They were like, wish you still worked in NASA. Yeah. <laughs> it was like they were pissed off to be did at you a see NFL that, football uh, game. Yeah. yeah. His dad looked like he was, like, 5'5", five, five, and his mom looked like 6'2". Short, short, short somewhere. Yeah. Who was it? Jada Pinkett Smith was trying to say that he was faking alopecia. <laughs> Dude, I hate Jada more than anybody on the face of the earth. That man, that man has doesn't have a single eyebrow hair. No. Not one. And my thing is, dude, wouldn't you fake something else? You know, like yeah, something why would that why would, how would why would you fake alopecia, dude? That's like the one thing I wouldn't fake. You know, I I'll be like, yeah, I have like limes or something. You know, like something like that. That way you'd be like, hey, I'm sick. Can't can't no. do it. Something. You know, something that's not gonna cause a f- I love all I'm pro alopecia. Okay, I can't say anything that's not bad, but I mean, well, I mean, I just wouldn't want it to affect my physical appearance. Yeah, I mean, well, think about what Chris Rock said. You know, starring in the next GI Jane movie with her. (laughs) So I mean, but he can do that. Yeah, but he better keep his name out. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, but I hate Jada. I hate Jada with a passion. I think she is one of the worst people on the face of the earth. Every time she has an opportunity, she just shits on Will. Mm. Every time. That sucks. It's like a it's like a crazy aunt. The other day she said something. She was like, she was like, I don't even know why he calls me his wife. We haven't been together in like four years. Mm. And mm. I don't know. It's a crazy, crazy situation. Yeah. You know what else is crazy? College football playoff rankings came out today. So this is hot off the press. Georgia 1, Michigan 2, Washington 3, Florida State 4, Oregon 5, Ohio State 6, Texas 7, Alabama 8, and there's no real need to even mention Missouri at 9. Crazy. I just hope Florida State loses. That's my main thing. I wanted, dude, I was watching that Florida State-Florida game, and I wanted to win that game so bad. So bad. I thought y'all were. I really thought y'all were. Billy really needed it. It would just help, you know, help solidify, you know, momentum moving forward for next year. I think the only thing that really helps him in that game, even with losing, is the fact that Mertz is hurt. Yeah. Um, but I mean, 
I don't know, man. That was – I don't know. My, my thing about that game is Florida looked great. I mean, they controlled the tempo of the game, like everything. Like, Florida looked good in that game. We're not even bowl eligible. I know. and and But you look at that and you see Florida State struggle against Florida and barely squeak by with that victory. Mm. They do not have Jordan Travis. Mm. It's like I – I know that they're undefeated. If they went out, they're undefeated, and they deserve to be in the playoffs. But, I mean, damn, the eye test has to mean something too. And it's like you can't put so. them in there because we could we could have the first ever in college football playoffs, the first ever time where all four teams are super competitive and there's not just one team that's just going to get smacked out there. What, what four teams are you putting in there if you take Florida State out? If I take Florida State out, <laughs> I'm taking – I mean – my four that I would want would be Alabama, Michigan, Oregon, and Texas. No Georgia. No Georgia. I think if Alabama beats Georgia, which I think they will, I don't think Georgia gets – I wouldn't want a Georgia in just because Alabama just beat Georgia. Texas beat Alabama. So you got to go head-to-head there. And Georgia really hasn't played anybody else. Mm. So – and I think Oregon beats Washington – and Oregon's dude, they they have gotten Oregon's so, so much better this year. But I mean, they were ne- they were never. That's the thing is they were never bad. And that loss to Washington, mm. Defen- I mean, I'm talking from the defensive side of the ball. They've gotten oh, so yeah. much better. Yeah, and Bo Nix looks awesome. Heisman candidate, probably going to win it. Probably so. I think whoever wins that game Saturday is going to win the Heisman. Penix yeah. or Nix. either Penix or yeah. Bo Nix. You see Jalen Milrow though after the game the other night. Yeah, he I needs said, to go sit down. He said, "Give me that motherfucker." We, yeah, that was that we, was all on. Emotion. We can't sit here for three weeks and say that he shouldn't even be the quarterback, and then at the end of the year, him say, "Give me that." Well, you can't. Hey. I mean, you can't do that. Like the way he played at the beginning of the year, he literally got benched. Yes, but I you do, can't give a Heisman to a guy that got benched. I do want to give a public apology to okay. Milrow. I still stand by. He can't really throw the ball. Mm-hmm. He can throw the ball deep. He can throw the ball deep. So can Milton. But he can't throw it anywhere else. I, st- I still want to go on record and say he's not that good of a quarterback. But he's a great running back. Mm-hmm. Great running back that can sometimes throw the ball. Mm-hmm. What would you? What, what four teams do you want to see, Jerm? Man, it's hard to say. I mean. Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, for the first time ever, you know. All, Texas all, A&M, all Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. Controlled. Control their destiny. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. if these top four win this weekend, then you know why why change anything, right? So, but to to Brennan's point, you know, if, if Bama wins, it's hard not to put them in. It's hard not to put Texas in with them since they have the win over Bama. However, you've got the layer of you talking about the eye test. You know, since that Texas Alabama game, Alabama hasn't done anything but get better. Can't really say the same for Texas. But then, like, how do you keep Georgia out when they've beaten, you know, everybody? But then you go to shrink the schedule, so that's another layer of it. And then, I, I like you are saying, I think the Washington Oregon game actually has a lot more weight on this top four than potentially any other matchup, mm-hmm. simply because Oregon's sitting there at five versus Bama's all the way down at eight. Mm-hmm. So the only way, you know. Do they even have a chance? Is 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 the beat? You 100. I mean, same thing with Oregon too. But I mean, it's just like they're just just that much closer. Yeah. But I mean, you can also say that 
if Texas didn't beat Bama earlier in the season, you know, Bama wouldn't be all the way down there at eight mm-hmm. below them at seven. I mean, it's really a case <laughs> to say, I hate to say this about Ohio State, but I mean, it's, it's really a case to say to, to move Texas and Bama up to six and seven and move Ohio State down to eight, mm-hmm. you know, but I mean, really all that matters is the top four. So it's going to be an exciting weekend. One thing you can lock in is you will not see two SEC schools in the playoff. Yeah, I don't think Alabama and Georgia both will make it in. Not unless somehow. The only way that happens is if Iowa beats Michigan. Right. Florida State loses. And Washington also loses to Oregon. So basically the top four have to lo- all lose all, this weekend. <laughs> all of them will literally have yeah. to lose this weekend, yeah. I think, for you to see two SEC teams. And even so, I don't know if Alabama will jump Texas and Ohio State. I don't know. Unless Texas loses, too. <laughs> Unless Texas loses, too. So, I think Alabama definitely beats Georgia. All of a sudden, Missouri gets in. Ran- no. <laughs> I think this is exactly why they need to – Expand the college football playoffs. This is the no, and we've been saying it all year. This is the this is the year that would have fit perfectly for the six team. It would have, and you would still have six teams if if that would have been competitive. If Florida State loses, yeah. you'd still have six teams that could be very. I'm not sounding like a Florida State hater, which I am, but they're just not good without Jordan Travis. If, yeah, it, but if, if he doesn't go down, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. Oh, if he doesn't no, go no, down, no. they're they're in. Like, they're they're in. in. If he doesn't they go down, in. they're in. Because they would they they would beat Louisville a hundred percent. And I think too, I mean the six teams right now, I would go Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Oregon, Ohio State, Texas. Right now. Yeah, I mean you look at Texas's one loss to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. It was a nail-biter, last-second win. They played horrible. They deserved to lose that game. But still, I mean, that's their one loss. You look at Alabama's one loss being getting beat pretty handedly by Texas. Mm. I think Oregon smacks Washington this week. So their one loss is a team that they just come back and absolutely throttle. Mm. Michigan's undefeated. I pray that Florida State loses. But, I mean – I don't know. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough, and the Heisman race is just as tough too because I want uh, I want Jaden McDaniels to win it. I mean, Jane Daniels, not McDaniels. Maybe <laughs> I'm thinking NBA there. I want Jaden Daniels to win it. Um, I do. His numbers have been unreal this year. The stuff that he's done, and they've won games and lost. They've lost what three games this year, mm. and he's playing with a defense from you know Division Two A high school, so. You know, that's my thing. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I I also was reading something earlier, switch from the college football playoff, but just from the transfer portal and everything and what people are looking at going forward. And, you know, we've had a lot of new things that are happening for the next year, including the expansion of the college football playoff and then also, too, new head coach at Texas A&M. But I was reading something that Texas said that, uh, you know, the quarterback situation in Texas – they're expecting Ewers to come back next year. Mm-hmm. They're expecting Malik Murphy to transfer, likely to transfer to TCU. And then Arch Manning also to possibly, possibly transfer too. If you have my honest opinion, mm-hmm. I think this whole offseason, I think Arch Manning comes out of the starter next year. <laughs> Over Ewers. Over Ewers. 
I've seen enough of viewers. I do not think I thought he was pretty good, but no. Arch looked quicker the other day. When Arch got in, Arch mm-hmm. looked quick. His read, I mean, like he was making the right reads and stuff. I know he's in there for a short amount of time, but Ewers is too daggum slow with the ball, I've come to the conclusion of. Mm-hmm. He's too slow with the ball. And uh, I think Manning wins that. I think if Ewers comes back, I think Manning wins the job. Mm. I think it'd be a bad business decision on Ewers to come back. I think that it will be cool to see Manning transfer to a blue blood, like a SEC blue blood, an LSU, an Alabama, one of those. I mean, I mean, it, it, what if he transferred awesome. to Alabama? It'd be awesome, but I mean, I don't think he really in with Texas being back now. I mean, it's almost you can make They're the argument there's the nobody <laughs> bigger than Texas right now. Right, but my thing is. <coughs> Arch Manning coming back next year and Ewers coming back next year. I think they're going to give the hand to Ewers, being that he's been there. Texas is at oh, a I spot right now where they're still possibly going to be in that Final Four. Oh, I think they give it to him. But what I'm saying is I think Manning ends up beating him out. Beating mm-hmm. him out. Like I think they're going to give Ewers the job to start but why off. why put yourself in the situation to have to fight for a starting job when you can transfer to another LSU, Alabama, and just already have it? No, I mean, I agree. I agree. But, and have a leg up. But the difference with Manning possibly. is is you've seen how they do with this NIL money. They don't even let him have it. They give, they've give they given all the NIL money away pretty much. Mm. Like his family is not wanting him to be handed anything mm. pretty much. So I could see them wanting him to stay there and battle it out just because of who they are and how they're running things. Uh, Malik Murphy, though, if I'm anybody in – College football. I want Malik Murphy on my mm-hmm. team. I'm going out and getting him. I like him, dude. I love Murphy. TCU would be a good fit for him. He's a unit, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, LSU's going to end up reloading with somebody. I don't mm-hmm. think they, I, I think they end up bringing in somebody. They've made a killing so far in the transfer portal with these quarterbacks. Why not keep it going? And what about the collapse of the Buffaloes? What about the collapse of Colorado? <laughs> They have literally lost all of their commits in the past week, like all of them. They've lost two quarterback commits. I've changed my I've changed my Apple ID picture from a Buffalo. <laughs> I was about to ask if you, if you changed it to a what is it now, Tiger? Actually, I'm about to change it right now. I changed it yet, <laughs> but I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna change it to. Um, I don't know. What should I change it to? Change it to a wildcat right now. We need them to cover. Hey, actually, I did lie. I changed it. I changed it the other week after I got real pissed off. Little skinny dude with long hair named Nico. Who I could change it to Nico. Texas coming in next year. That's what it looks like right their now. Their schedule. <laughs> <laughs> their schedule, Texas. You got Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, and Mississippi State all at home. Then they got to go on the road and play Arkansas, Oklahoma, Texas A&M, and Vanderbilt. Who was that? Texas. Out of That's all their this, next year? Yeah, out of all the schedules I've seen from the SEC for next year, that is by far the easiest schedule. Welcome yeah. to the league. And know. then Oklahoma, Alabama at home, South Carolina at home, Tennessee at home, Texas at home. They got to go and play at Missouri, at Ole Miss, at LSU, and at Auburn. I think that's pretty easy compared to well, home. You know, you got to play your Tennessee, you got to play your Texas and Alabama. What about if I make my Apple ID. I don't think you can do that. <laughs> I don't think you can do that. I mean, my th- Florida by far has the toughest schedule in the country next year. Oh, here we go. No, let me hear it. Let me hear it. Let me Ken- hear it. Kentucky at home, LSU at home, Texas A&M at home, and Ole Miss at home. 
I'm hearing a lot of stuff at home. Georgia away, Mississippi State away, Texas away, Tennessee away. All right, that is a hard and, schedule. And then you, then you got UCF, you got, you got UCF, Miami, you got Miami Florida, and Florida State. Dear God, that is a hard schedule. Uh, it's That's of, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah it's got to. I, th- I think Billy gets fired next year, and it's probably not going to be his. Fault. It's not going to be his fault, but that schedule is going to get him fired. That's I mean, that's wild. You're talking. You don't play Vanderbilt. Your games next year that you have to win are Kentucky, Mississippi State, A and M, which A and M I think is going to be nothing. Compared to this year, I think a lot of people are going to move out. It depends on what happens in the transfer portal. You've already seen, I think, three guys enter. So if you get a lot more, then it's going to be trouble. But you got to, you know, away to Georgia away. That's a that's at that's not really in Athens. That's at in Jacksonville. You got to play Mississippi State away, which is not an easy place to play. You got to play Tennessee in Neyland. And You got to go to Texas. Nico's Heisman run. You got to go to Texas. Nico's too. going off next year. And Miami and UCF and Florida State at Florida State. I mean, it's tough. I don't know where the Miami game is offhand, but I'm guessing the UCF game's at home. I mean, that's a tough schedule. Like, that makes me feel sorry for – And I'm sure they'll throw, like, Charlotte on there or somebody. Hey, what score that Kentucky game? So – 57-43. 57-43. Well, hey, guys, look, I just want to let y'all know, um, we all took Kentucky tonight to cover six. Um, well, actually, it's five. We took it at five. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and y'all could have known that. Y'all could have jumped on it if y'all were in the Discord. So join the Discord. Join the Discord. How you do it? Look on the social medias. You have a link in all of our bios. Click it. Join it. You won't regret it. It gets wild in there. Pretty cool stuff in there in the Discord. Logan does tricks. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty cool stuff. Helps the bank account, helps pay the bills. So Logan's got a second kid on the way. So I need, yeah, exactly. I need it. Imagine well, combining every every bachelor party group chat for the boys you've ever had. Mm-hmm. But this one also makes you money. Yeah, there you go. You can't beat it. Mm-hmm. There you go. And what are we I'm right now? Later. Right now, I believe the percent hit rate right now is like sixty-seven percent with a minimum of minus one eighty. Um, oh, it's been hot. And yeah, I mean it's been it's been hot. I think we're up right now on uh, over the past three months like sixty eight units. So no wager shaming in there, but it's a lot live. of good stuff. A lot of good stuff. So join the Discord. All right. Well, hey, what about uh, you know, something we haven't really talked about much on here, but what about some quick NBA with mm. everything that's been happening? All right, we got Giddy out here doing Giddy things. <laughs> giddy things. Kitty things. Um, I mean, we got a lot going on. Uh, I'm going to be completely honest with you right now. My early season MVP favorite might be a back-to-back MVP favorite, but Joel Embiid. Mm. He's been playing After well. what he just did to the Lakers last night. Yeah. Yeah. He should be on a wanted poster. I tell you what, I took also speaking of last night, I took a a late night hit of James Harden over his live over under was nine and a half at the end of the second quarter, and he had six points. Damn. Yeah, he doesn't That's, score anymore. No, he doesn't. He looks to pass and yeah. he looks to facilitate, and it didn't look bad. Yeah. You know, I mean, you got Paul George out there, you got Harden, Zubac. Had like 
Hey, if it makes you feel any, 21? He had 24. If it makes you feel any better, I've been taking James Harden to have 15 points live for like the past six nights. <laughs> so I was right there with you, but I've been doing it for like six but nights. He in a finished row. at like 10. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I know. He does it every night. Did y'all and see then Westbrook's on that team too. It's just like, what the heck? Speaking of Westbrook, did you see him airball that free throw? Yeah. And the crowd, you thought They're somebody like, oh. died. Yeah. <gasps> Dude, I don't know. That you team know. is not very good. And, and I feel like should be. Kawhi hates them all. I think Kawhi he wants does. to secretly murder them. And I, Paul George has been playing unreal. Except for last night. Last night he shit the bed. Playoff P. It, but, dude, it's it's bad. You knew he was eating them up. Reggie Jan- uh, Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson put on an all-time game last night. Dude. Him and Deon- uh, DeAndre Jordan. Did you see DeAndre Jordan put up, yes. what was it? It was like 21, 15, and 6. Dude, and somebody said, uh, somebody said, this serves to ask the, or pose the question, is Jokic just a system player? No. <laughs> <laughs> So. Dude, he's unreal, though, dude. Oh, he is. Every single time, whenever I face somebody in fantasy with basketball and they have Jokic, it's, it's just a, like you, it's, can't you just lose. No, you can't win. Halliburton's been tearing it up for me this year. Halliburton's so good. Uh, that Pacers team. Somebody offered me a trade. What do you think about this? Okay, let's hear it. For Tatum. Okay. I don't have Tatum. The guy <laughs> had Tatum. He was trying to get rid of him. I don't know why. But he has Tatum. Mm-hmm. He goes, I'll trade you Tatum for Halley and Mobley. I was like, dude, I see Tatum and Halley as a as an equal right yeah. now. Yeah, you can't do that. And then Mobley's been tearing it up. Yeah, you can't do that. Halliburton right now, I think, is probably like fifth in the league in in fantasy points right now. Yeah, depending I mean, on if how I you had, score if it, I yeah. just I don't know, but I would take a he's, wild. He's guess. like eight or nine right now. It's obviously Jokic one. Yeah, <laughs> I would say it's probably Embiid. Embiid's two. up there. Then Doncic at three. Mm-hmm. LeBron's been up there. Yeah, but. He's not gonna be up there with them. Not not the whole year. Oh, Shea Gilgis would be three or four, mm-hmm. and then I would say Ant. Halliburton's f- fifth. Ant's been doing all right. He's been doing good, but did that Pacers team? Let's talk about Fandle DFS real quick. Mm-hmm. If you ever want to build a DFS team around anybody, just build around every Pacers game because <laughs> they're putting they're putting up points, three hundred points. Oh, dude, what was that? What was that over under the other day? It was like is Pacers Pacers. Two fifty five and a half or yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's stupid. And it smacked. soared over. It was like three. I remember texting you the next day. I was like, "Man, I guess they just woke up wanting to score that night." Yeah, I mean, there was no defense played. Zero. Shut a lot up. of points scored. They had to change the net in the third quarter. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's been a lot of. We've had a lot of good sports this year. Just um, not in Memphis. No. <laughs> and I'm I'm hurting by that. Um. God, that place is a it's a dumpster fire right now. You have guys saying this is a dead arena. You have guys yelling on the bench, telling them to get the hell off the court because they don't want to play. Who was that that in, they interviewed? Oh, so Anthony and, Edwards. Yeah, he said, I've never seen Memphis like that. Mm-hmm. It's because they changed it. They're trying to clean up the image. Hmm. Yeah, you can't clean up Memphis. Let it run. When you shouldn't. You should it's, let it run. You got to let Memphis That's what makes it's it the grind house. Yeah, yeah, we went from grit and grind to – Bread and wine, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You you can't change Memphis. But that's my thing. Like, so they're sitting at three and thirteen right now. So you've got nine more games before Jock comes back. But now you've got other injuries on the table too. So my worst fear is that Jock comes back and starts off electric, and next thing you know, we're like, oh shit, we can still try to make a a push for this thing and then just barely miss the playoffs and end up middle of the pack and don't get any damn draft capital. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the worst spot to be. Like if Steven Adams wasn't hurt, I'd say, yeah, let's run it and let's do it. But 
at this point, you're almost like, we got to make a trade. What I really think their best option is is whatever draft picks they have for this year, trade them now. Because that team's making – they're either going to make the play-in tournament or they're going to get the six seed. They're three games back right now. <laughs> you got a lot more hope than I do. We're playing with a bunch of rejects out there. Well, you've got nine <coughs> games before Ja comes back. Marcus Smart will be back around that time. Kennard will be back around that time. All right, so we're losing all nine. So what, 13 and three? Uh, what's 13 plus nine? Uh, 22? You can't – you got 57 games left in the year. So we're three and twenty-two. When Ja comes back, if we back. have eight wins right now, fifty-seven. Have we have three wins. Oh yeah. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, we're our, our odds are we're going to be three and twenty-two when Ja comes back. We need. They're not losing all. We nine. need to win thirty-five out of the. Dude, 57. we suck. We need to they're, win thirty-five. They're not losing all. Nine. <laughs> What's the schedule? I want to hear the schedule. I'll tell you if we're losing all. They're nine. Not, I'm. I'm telling you, they're not losing all nine. And then when Ja comes back, it would not surprise me at all if that team went like a. 30s. When we've got David Roddy calling clearouts and ISOs, <laughs> we have a problem. Yeah, you're not going to see much. We need to have eight to nine wins when Ja comes back. That's what <laughs> I meant. We need to have eight to nine wins when Ja comes back. You got 57 games left in the year. We need to win probably 35 out of those 57. We need a miracle. You've got one. 12. Ja's probably going to shoot up a strip club or something That's and then fine. be out for another 40. Um, all right. Life. So let's look at our schedule real quick. Utah, Dallas, Phoenix, lost, Dallas, Houston, Houston. Those are all losses. OKC, loss, New Orleans, loss, and then Jock comes back. So <laughs> we win one game maybe, which is which is Utah because we always play horrible against the Mavericks. So we're losing two there. We play horrible against the Suns. We're losing there. Rockets are actually very good now. We lose there. Thunder, second in the West, very good. We lose there. Pelicans, we always play horrible against Pelicans. We lose there. So you go back to November, and we only have one game left, which is the Jazz, and that's tomorrow night. And we don't have anybody playing hardly Say all we even night. win that game. So we're losing that one too. So odds are we're losing these next nine, like I just said. Well, I would right. put money on it. Record this. It's already recording. <laughs> Take this and put it somewhere. So when we come back and the Grizzlies are sitting at the sixth seed, come playoff time. That's even if we make it past these next nine games, no, guys. We're going to make it past the next nine. I think the team will move to Nashville before we – No, they're actually working on a deal for the Grizzlies to stay in Memphis for, through like 2040. They need it. Memphis needs it. That's all they, that and FedEx is the only two things they have left. Sucks. I mean, I'm just I'm just here to say the only game we have a chance of winning is that Utah game. But historically, we will not beat the Mavericks, we will not beat the Suns, and we will not beat the Thunder or Pelicans. Rockets. Kentucky's up twenty. Y'all should have subscribed to the Discord. Twenty. <laughs> but and then if you look at our stats, Bain is leading us in points per game, which Bain has been great. But he's, he's still hurt. He came out hurt. And said he's hurt. Jackson has been horrible this year. He's been Triple so J bad. has been so bad. Our third leading scorer is Santi. Santi's been good, but Santi does not have any business being our third leading scorer. Mm -mm. Marcus Smart's been out, but he's our fourth leading scorer. And then we're at D. Rose. Shout out D. Rose. He's crippled, though. Xavier Tillman, Zaire Williams. How in the hell is Xavier Tillman there? He hasn't played in... And he's our sixth <laughs> leading scorer at nine points a game. That's how bad we are. Like I don't, I don't think you're listening. We're horrible. No, I'm listening. And Jaw comes back, coming back does fix our scoring problem. 
A little bit. But the thing is, is that every other team has gotten so much better outside the Pistons and the Wizards. Do you think we should trade Marcus Smart now? No, I, I, we keep Marcus Smart and we build for next year. Or we make a trade right now. Like, we can't wait. Well, who are we trading? Like, the whole Bulls team is on the market right now. We need to go get Levine, Vucevic, Caruso, Ro- DeRozan, one of them. Like, we got to get somebody from that team because they're on a fire sale. But who you get? Who you, who you get rid of? I'll give up everybody except for Marcus Smart, Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson, Luke Kennard, and Ja. ja. Everybody else is on the table, 100%. I would even put – well, probably Luke Kennard on the market just because – Possibly, but Luke Kennard will fit our team when we're actually winning and put together a – he will fit our team And I so think well. that if I'm not wrong, that's the only expiring contract on the team. Yeah, you know that Luke Kennard is our only valuable asset. Like all these guys I'm saying we trade, we basically have to give up two picks just for these people to take them. Like say, hey, please take these guys. Right. Like please take Roddy off our hands. Like it's bad. Like we have come to a point – where we where we traded up for all these all all these draft picks, <coughs> traded up for them, and they had a lot of excitement about them early on because we traded up for them. Everybody's like, you know what? They see something that we don't see. <laughs> but now everybody's like, and damn, you couldn't question they missed. It. You couldn't question it because of how spot on they were in the past. No, yeah, you couldn't. You couldn't. And I still think that Zaire could be a good role player on a winning team. And I think David Roddy might could be a rotational Zaire. guy. But I think I've given up on Zaire too. He literally has the worst plus minus in the NBA. Because we're making him do stuff that he shouldn't be doing. Like we're making him bring the ball up. We're putting him in scoring positions. Like he doesn't need to be that guy. He needs to be a guy that comes off the bench, stands in the corner, catches and shoots, and then defends other guys' wings. Like he, That's all he needs to do, and he would be very good at it. But right now we're making him try to be a point guard for our team. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, too, he kind of has to be. He does, except we start playing Gilliard now, which Gilliard is the third most talented player on our team right now. He <laughs> just, if he was 6'2", if he was six two, he'd probably be one of the best players in the league. Oh, he would be. Gilliard's talented. He needs to go to Turkey and get a haircut. <laughs> he needs to get that Devin White or uh, uh, Derek White. Derek White. Yeah. But that's my only thing about the Grizzlies is we. I mean, <laughs> so say we're three and twenty two. <laughs> we basically have to win out to mm-hmm. have a decent seed in the playoffs. Because those teams, have y'all looked at the standings in the West? I looked at them earlier. Mm-hmm. It Like, none of those teams are falling off. Like, they're not. Minnesota is very good. OKC is very good. Denver, very good. Phoenix, very good. And they've had three of their – they've had all their guys out. Dallas, very good. Sacramento, very good. Not falling off. Rockets, gotten a lot better. They'll probably be a playing team. Lakers will make some trades and they'll get better because LeBron's not happy with his team right now. They're about to make some trades. They're going to go get Zach Levine if we don't. And then New Orleans, they're healthy now. They're about to get C.J. McCollum back. They're going to be better. Golden State just got everybody back. They're about to be better. Clippers, I don't know what the hell they have going on. Golden State's got problems, like real problems. Take Clay out of the – I would bench Clay. I wouldn't play Clay. They're not happy with Wig. (laughs) I wouldn't play Wiggins. He's been horrible too. He forgot how to play ball. His best friend ended up being the father of his children, and he didn't know it. And once he figured that out, he can't play ball. No, I think they've got serious problems. You know so how they, they fix it? If it wasn't Are you saying for they the need fact, Jordan Poole back? No, you know how they fix it? They play the guys that they draft. I was about if, if it wasn't for them having the greatest player on the face of the earth, then 
You play Kaminga and Moses Moody and Pajinski and bench Clay Thompson and, and, and Andrew Wiggins, and you've solved your problem because Steph is still that good. There is, I don't think there's a list of how much I would give up for Kaminga. Dude, Kaminga would fit us perfectly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He fixes our whole wing problem. That we I thought we had a him. shot at him in the offseason. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> and he wants out. But, I mean, you look at those teams. All right, so say say Golden State falls apart and you take them out of, out of consideration. You still have the Clippers, who will figure it out. I mean, they'll figure it mm-hmm. out some way or another. They've spent They're too, too much, talented of a team. And they've spent too much money not to figure it out. Like, something's going to happen. Um, and then you leave us with Utah, Portland, Memphis, and San Antonio. Mm-hmm. We're better than those teams when everybody's when, when Jaws everybody's back. healthy. We are better than those teams, but honest to God, I don't think we're better than anybody else in the West right mm-hmm. now. Right now, no, because we don't have anybody. I don't think we're better than anybody in the West when we have Jaw back because that's only. I had family in town. We went to the game on Friday versus Suns. Yeah. My buddy, he knows basketball. He's like, dude, I don't know anybody on this team. Yeah. We're <laughs> playing with a bunch does. of rejects. Yeah. And we got beat single-handedly. By, Kevin Durant didn't even play. Derek, we got beat. Devin Booker put on a show. Grayson Allen put on a show, too. Yeah. We miss Grayson Allen. That's another thing I was thinking about during the game. We have lost our whole identity. Like, Grayson Allen was kind of that dude that, like, everybody hated because he trips mm-hmm. people and stuff like that. Like, that's us. That's Memphis. Everybody <laughs> hates us, all right? We needed that. We lost Dylan Brooks. Everybody hated him. We needed that. Like, right now, we have a bunch of guys that nobody even knows. They came and hate. Yeah, we got guys that pillow fight. Yeah, yeah, we are the you softest thing. We need Dylan Brooks. Eight months ago, we don't. We didn't need him with. If we were fully healthy, we had Stephen Adams and all that. We we don't need Dylan Brooks because. Well, that's the thing is, if we wouldn't need anybody if Stephen Adams was healthy, if Brandon Clark was healthy, like there's just so much that's happened, and you had to get rid of those guys. Con, what's the word? Contractually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't make. I mean, you couldn't keep Kyle <laughs> Anderson. You couldn't keep. I mean, you probably could have kept Melton. I love Melton, but you couldn't keep Kyle Anderson. You didn't want, really want to keep Grayson Allen at the time. I wanted him. Yeah, no one. Thing about Kyle him. Anderson is that, like, I love Kyle. He was at the. He, he's you know he's at a point now where he'll probably stay with Minnesota and finish out. And he should. They've kind of pushed him to the side. Mm-hmm. Um. But I don't know. That's just that's just my take on the whole thing. Is we yes, when we get back, we are better than some of these teams. But we can't come back from a three and twenty-two mm-hmm. record. I'm not going to be three and twenty-two. Four and twenty-one. My bad. I'm not going to be four and twenty-one. Even at even at eight wins, you think you can win thirty-five of fifty-seven? Yes. But who are we gonna who are we gonna out? Who are we going to dethrone here? You think that we're the only team that's just going to sit there and have early season problems? No, but I'm saying we have worse early season problems than everybody yeah. else. And I mean, it's no fault of our own, really. Well, I'll tell like, you who's not having early season problems. <coughs> it's Kentucky Wildcats. They are <laughs> hooping right now. It is 53 to 78. Yeah, Miami's frauds. Good Lord. Yeah. They, they are hooping. But I mean, like, like I said, so we have, we have, Ten teams that can make the playoffs because we're gonna have, we're gonna have four of them or the the ten through the seven that make the the play in game. Mm-hmm. If we start like say we start say we finish seven and twenty two, all right. I mean that's being very generous. Mm-hmm. Seven and or not seven and twenty two, seven and uh, what would that be? Seven, seven and eight, seventeen. Seventeen. Seven and seventeen. Say we do seven and seventeen. We can't overcome Golden State, New Orleans, L.A., Houston, Sacramento, Dallas, Phoenix, Denver, OKC, Minnesota. 
for a ten for a tenth spot. Like we aren't making the we aren't making the play in. Okay. I love your love your. I want it to happen, but it's. I'm just. I'm telling you, when it happens, I'll be here. Okay. And I hope it does happen. I hope I'm wrong. But you know what they say. Zach Levine will not return oh, great. versus the Celtics. You tell him? What happened to him? I don't know. He probably got pissed off and just quit. <laughs> God, dude, he's so talented. He is. He's pro- If I could morph myself into anybody, any any NBA player's body, and like be them and That's have the it bill, be. it'd be Zach Levine. It wouldn't be Corbin Bowling. Not right nah, now. I, would, not not right right right. <laughs> I wouldn't be somebody I'd just easily beat. <laughs> Right. Yeah, you easily beat him. He's got a broke leg. He told me he told his coach that he could he could be out there. Just put him in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> he probably could the way they are. Well, they're playing somebody tonight. We'll see how it goes. But I don't know. <laughs> that's that's my whole take on the NBA season right now and the Grizzlies. I hope I'm wrong, and I hope you're right, Gruber. I hope I'm wrong too, but I agree. It, it's it's just a lot to overcome. It, it is. is. It really is. But I mean, we're worse than the Pistons right now. Well, like I said, it'd be different yeah. if it was only Jaw that we were missing. Mm-hmm. Adams fixes a lot for this I team. I say we tank. Yeah, I mean, that would. Think about if we could get uh, that kid, uh, uh, Brazelli's or whatever his name is. Oh, oh yeah. Think about cool Well, my that thing is, be. dude, even if we do tank, we're in such a situation where we don't. Well, that's that's the problem too. I would trade the pick just so the fact that we can get somebody else right now. You absolutely have to trade the pick because a team of Desmond Bain and John Morant and Marcus Smart is not tanking. No, I agree. Those three guys would trade it now. I agree. We we trade the pick right now because it is very valuable, and we're not going to be bad next year. No, I mean I'm not saying we win. Where are we right now in the lottery? We're fourth, Uh, probably. Who's who's below us? The Pistons. Pistons are one. Wizards are two. Yeah. So why are the Pistons still down there? And then Spurs are three, and then we're four. That team just doesn't work together. Because they got so yeah, much Yeah, I mean, there's talent, there's well, talent everywhere. Jaden Ivey, Cade Cunningham. <laughs> They've been hurt, though, and they have in. a scoring problem. Like, because you're putting a team out there on the floor that's Cade Cunningham, which he is a facilitator by trade, mm-hmm. honestly. and he But he's being forced to score 25 a night. Mm-hmm. And then you have a Sir Thompson – Mm-hmm. Who couldn't score? If, like he's super talented, super athletic, but he can't score. Jalen Duran, who can't score, but he's super talented, and he's been hurt. Right? And he's been hurt. Isaiah Stewart sucks. Um, <laughs> Wiseman. Wiseman, Wiseman doesn't play. Doesn't play. I thought he's been playing more. He since played last night. Yeah. And then Jaden Ivey. Yeah, he's there. Uh, he had a good game the other day. They'll be good now with 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 Duran back. And then when they get Bogdanovich back and Bogdanovich mm-hmm. moves into the four, they'll they'll start winning some games. I mean, it goes they'll be back, better than the Grizzlies. It goes back to Houston last year. That Houston team last year was really good. They just didn't know how to win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Bogdanovich fixes kind of those problems with this Detroit team when he gets back. But, yeah. And you see what Rockets did. They went out and got Fred and mm-hmm. Dylan Brooks. And, I mean, they got some guys that could actually mix it up. And, and they got rid of Kevin Porter. Well, yeah. Kevin Porter got rid of himself. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but – I don't know. It's this is my thing about the NBA right now is it is there is more talent in the NBA right now than ever before. Like every single team has somebody you're like, holy shit, that guy's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Grizzlies got three stars. Whoever would have thought that. you have three stars, and I mean a big three back in the day, dude. Like of Jaron Bain and Ja, mm-hmm. and the then you had the a previous mm-hmm. Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. Oh, we're unreal. 
But, but now everybody's got that. Yeah. And, I mean, you look at the Thunder. Like, the Thunder, young team, but loaded with talent. They built that team, too. Mm-hmm. That and is, guess what? They've still got was that picks one on trade. picks on what picks. What was that trade picks. that they – For Paul George. Yeah. yeah. It was – they gave up with... Paul George for Shea Gilgis and, like, 18 picks. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and him coming out and playing the way he's played this year is kind of a big part of uh, – He's unreal. He's my favorite player in the league right now. He might be my uh, – He's up there. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That's <coughs> that's my whole take on the league. Um, and then, you know, I'll say another thing, too, while we're on the topic about basketball. College basketball, we talked about how the, the transfer portal fixed college football. Mm-hmm. It fixed college basketball, too. It made college sports as a better better as a whole. Mm-hmm. So One thing I will – just on that topic, you're talking about the transfer portal, NIL – fixed a lot it did screw a lot up but it did fix a lot it made sports mm-hmm. better to watch because you got guys that have no business going to the league that are actually staying and mm-hmm. playing in college now yeah and it has made the sport better and they want to play too because they're getting paid so mm-hmm. like if they don't play they don't get paid if they don't play good they don't get paid mm-hmm. like look at angel reese she's basically just quit now mm-hmm. oh yeah but it it, it has this you know, good and it's bad, but I think it's fixed a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. It created some new problems, but they they don't outweigh the the good that it's done. Um, so I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. Uh, shout out to Lebby being Mississippi State's new coach now. Uh, I think that's a cool situation. I think they're gonna actually get some players now. He can recruit. He's young. He's cool. My thing, though, at Mississippi State, you don't even need the play. You know, you need your three stars. Go get your three stars. Go get your four stars. Yeah. You know, you Dan Mill, Dan, Dan Millen, Dan Mullen, he pulls it up off of three stars. I agree. Uh, and you can you can have a statue built <laughs> out there with your three stars. Hey, one thing about Mississippi State, uh, me and Jermichael talked about this the other day. You know, one thing Mississippi State is really good at? Hmm. Think about it. All these players in the NFL, like they're not putting out a lot. But the ones that they do have in the league, elite at their position. All the best, all the best defensive ends, Mississippi State, like Chris Jones, Fletcher Cox, Montez Sweat, like mm-hmm. loaded. Not just the ends. You got Danico Archer, you got Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah. Like defensive line in general. Yeah. yeah. Defensive line. They Mississippi eat. State. And then cornerbacks, Mississippi oh, State. DPs, yeah. yeah. So I'm in deck. And then Dak, who's I'm trying to think, win MVP. Any, what about nobody's putting out tight ends other than like Iowa, Cincinnati, Dude, speaking and uh, of tight, Iowa's running that. Speaking of tight ends, we might be in the golden age of tight ends. The oh, amount yeah. of good tight ends there, and then Brock Bowers coming in next year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, loaded. TJ Hawkinson. Dude. I'm going to say this right now. I think TJ Hawkinson is actually the best tight end in the league. Mm. I think Kelsey. Is great. And he's one Swift of the greatest. Ruined his career. Well, he's one of the greatest tight ends of all time, if not the greatest. But Patrick Mahomes has done more for Travis Kelsey mm-hmm. than people give him credit for. I agree. Correct. And you put T.J. Hawkinson on teams with these horrible ass quarterbacks, and T.J. Hawkinson still Eats. produces every night. And he's only like twenty five. Mm-hmm. Like T.J. Hawkinson is unreal. Well, you got also too the whole. I mean, Kincaid. <laughs> he's changing the position. He's you playing don't slot. To, you don't, yeah, you don't even have to be a guy that can block anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? It definitely helps. But yeah, yeah, it helps. Yeah. You got Laporta. What's his name? Uh, Laporta. Who else? 
George Kittle. Kittle. Komet. Komet is young. Yeah. Uh, Chig. <laughs> that offense is just a nightmare. It is. It's bad. It's bad. And it's not It's not Will Levis's fault because he's actually played decent. That offensive it, line is just – It's horrible. Well, and there's no help on the outside. I mean, there's there's nothing. No. They've got issues. Mm-hmm. But Derrick Henry did get him two touchdowns this weekend. Uh-huh. Yeah. Shout out to your fantasy his, team. His swan song. Yeah, they're on my bench. I'm thinking. <laughs> I really am. I'm purposely thinking. Like, we have a rule. Like, you can quote unquote tank, but you can't, like, start somebody that's on a buy or, like, have mm-hmm. somebody in your lineup that's on IR. Like, so <laughs> this week I had Mac Jones as my starting quarterback. He finished with negative point four four. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Stuff like that. You know? I love it. I even text our buddy Will. I was like, just take the. Take the layup going into the playoffs because I'm tanking for for draft. You know, capital. I saw something today talking about Mac Jones, and they said that Bill Belichick really ruined that man's whole life. <laughs> See it? Because he was like coming out of Alabama. You you remember when he was at Alabama? Yeah. Everyone thought he was going to be a great quarterback, and he came in confident and said, "If you listen to him talk now, he just sounds dude. Different. He sounds defeated." Well, think about what you they put have. Zappy what, in there. <laughs> if you go and look at the draft. And look at what he could have had compared to what he has now. It, I mean, it's awful. Oh, yeah. He missed out on Christian Watson, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. Uh, all, I mean, Not, Zay Flowers, no all of them. Zay Flowers is good. You can't follow the Tom Brady strategy with not Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll say this too, though. Mac Jones, like, I know that he could have been set up in a good position. But I didn't think Mac Jones was good in college. Like he did have the best receivers probably yeah. ever to play together. Did on. Say Mark Andrews. Oh yeah. No, Mark Andrews is unreal. Yeah, that we just didn't think about yeah. Isaiah right Likely is unreal. Isaiah He's Likely. a backup. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a Trey McBride. Way, it, it don't. It don't matter though. It, nobody it was like my boy Hernandez. That boy straight killer. <laughs> straight up. Shout on out. and off the field. Shout out to CT. <laughs> I just hope that Brock Bowers gets put in a good position because that that man can be special. Hopefully, <laughs> he doesn't go to Atlanta. Yeah. God bless, dude. My whole team's Atlanta Falcons, man. Yeah, that was your first mistake. <laughs> hey, do, got, do you think the Do you think the Bears keep Fields or trade him? Dude, I don't know. I don't know. It's just if they were smart, they're not. They would keep him. Just, I would too, because the haul you could get for that pick. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that and the fact – if you go, like, there's literally a rinse and repeat cycle for the Bears. Hire a quarterback, fire the coach. Quarterback has to learn a new system. Then you get rid of the quarterback, get another one, and then you just rinse and repeat over and over. Fields hasn't been that bad. He hasn't. When you texted us last night and was talking about how bad he was, I was like, I mean – Well, I was just saying that because of that fumble. Like, he literally just ran in there just – But Dobbs had four intercept, four turnovers. Oh, yeah, but – Yeah, the fix was in last <laughs> night. I don't care what anybody says. Last night was horrible. Last night was horrible as a game. Fields hasn't Prime been that bad. Games have been Dives didn't throw four picks at Tennessee with the worst offensive line in the history of college Somebody football. made a call. Somebody mm-hmm. made a call. And I, I want to know what the, what the reasoning is behind these low-scoring primetime games. Like, are they just teasing us? Are they are they saying – You would think that the one game that's And I on, play the over every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> every, every time. time every I play time. the over every time. <laughs> the one time you play the under is going to – It's going to be, be the a 60-4 to well, 38 it, game. It's like you can predict it. Mm-hmm. That What was that game last week that we were like, this isn't even going to be fun to watch? And it ended up being the best Thursday night game of the year? 
Or was it? Uh, or two. It might have been two weeks ago. Yeah, because last week was Thanksgiving. Yeah, two weeks ago. But you know what's crazy is this year the games, the the teams that have played on primetime games, we've gotten the Patriots a couple of times. We've had the Raiders. Bears a couple of times. We've had the Raiders a couple of times. Like it's been the worst teams to possibly watch that have had problems and injuries. Minnesota's been primetime like three times. Like mm-hmm. Dolphins haven't. I know. Like put a fun team on primetime. Yeah. I don't know. Are oh, you talking about Bengals Ravens? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Week 11. I don't know where they pick commissioners, but every commissioner we have in all three major sports are the worst I think we've ever had. Mm. I think Adam Silver's kind of good. Adam Silver's awful. I don't think he's that bad. He's awful. I kind of like it. The midseason tournament was the worst decision that anyone's ever made. They're just trying to do something to get it going. Well, you shouldn't have to. It's basketball. Like, the Anthony Edwards, Luca, all these guys should promote themselves. It's the same way that baseball is. You have probably 15 of the best baseball players to ever play the game, and no one knows who they are. Baseball's a dying sport. but Which makes zero sense because college baseball is the fastest-growing sport in the country. It's because of their way from, from college to pro. You know what I'm saying? Like Baseball mm-hmm. is one of the hardest sports to, to go pro in because of that. To that, go pro and make it to the MLB. To the actual MLB, right, 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 right. Because, right. I mean, like, people just completely forget about, you know, AAA ball and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, you can get, get drafted and go play for the Arkansas Chihuahuas, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Memphis Redbirds or, what, you know, the Gwinnett Stripers or whatever. But, like, you know, as far as media coverage and mm-hmm. tele, televised games and stuff like that. But baseball is so it. easy to fix. Mm. It's so easy. Yeah. And they just refuse to do it. Bring What's the, your answer? You cut bring, the season in half. Bring the field in. <laughs> that, Baseball is too long. Well, yeah. You cut the no. What? Why do we get excited for football? Because we get twelve to fourteen weeks, and you have to wait a whole week in between to see your team play. With baseball, you're watching your team play every day, almost from April to October. And if I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I can't sit and watch a whole baseball game either. Mm-hmm. If you, no, I, mean, I agree. If, I don't pay attention to baseball to playoffs. If, and if you cut the season from, what, 182 games? 162. 162 games more... to 60, people <laughs> yeah. would watch. Yeah. Because now you're not getting a game every single day. That, like, and you're going to be able to decrease these pitching staffs, so you're going to get the best arms. You're going to get – I think that would fix a lot of problems right there, just from a betting aspect, being able to bet on your guys. Yeah. yeah. And oh, not some so random – With people. basketball, you have five guys on the field. I mean, on the court. On with baseball, you have nine. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And hell, half the time in one side of the league, the pitcher's got a hit. Yeah. But if you sit and listen to anyone that watches baseball, they will tell you they don't watch baseball until October. Yeah. Right. Until playoffs, 100%. because like that's all that matters. So because 162 games is ignorant. Yeah. I well, think they definitely... should shorten it and then also bring it back out of October. Ignorant. You know what I'm saying? Like make the make the playoffs in like summer. Yeah. Because nobody wants to go play Boston at 32 degrees when no. it's the most important game of the year. You literally start baseball season when it's kind of cold, it's still a little cold, then and you then finish you when play it's when it's freezing. Yeah. Up north. What sense yeah. does that make? That yeah. makes sense at all to me. Unless every field was indoors, which I hope it never happens. No. I agree. But that's the same thing too. I think, <coughs> you know, with NFL stadiums, they're all going towards domes. Yeah. yeah. The best I mean, stadium in the just, NFL was the Vikings. But, I mean, that's just from a 
you know, from a city municipality standpoint, you know, they're trying to get everything they can out of that structure, you mm-hmm. know, so by enclosing it, you're, you're opening up so much, so many more events. Well, whether you it's have concerts to. Or, or other sports things and like basketball games and, and college and, and, um, you know, fights, UFC fights, you know, whatever. You have to have an enclosure to be eligible for a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to Nashville's new stadium. One thing we didn't talk about with the playoff going to 12 teams next year, we get home field playoff games. Yeah, that's that's cool. That is cool. I think that's going to be the probably the best part of it because you'll actually get to see. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine kneeling oh, for a playoff, playoff game. game? Mm-hmm. Imagine Bryant Denny, Death Valley, any of those places for a playoff game. Yeah. yeah. Nuts. It's going to be nuts. Huh? But one more one more quick oh, thing on baseball. You're thinking hard. I'm thinking. It, it definitely that definitely has changed the pitching cuz like I can remember growing up dude, you had a starter. Mhm. Who a lot of times, you know, the elite guys, they played the whole damn game. They pitched mm-hmm. the entire game, but if if it wasn't for that, you know, you had your closer. Mm-hmm. Now you got a starter, a setup probably, guy. Yeah, a setup guy. You got a middle reliever, one or two relievers, and then a closer. So you yeah. got four or five guys that are going to see the mound. And I know there's, you know, if you're getting blown out or something, that's going to change stuff. But just on an average, you know, mm-hmm. regular game basis, I mean, you got five rotating starters. You usually got five middle relievers. Uh-huh. You got two setups and a closer. Yeah, on average. Yeah. Used to it wasn't like that. You got like seven, up, you seven like guys, two guys. There. Yeah, and so it's just. Well, you know why our taxes are so high? Because <laughs> we're paying five hundred well, I mean, guys. Think about well, it. Now, like that's beca- that's because like we're, the... we're funding uh, butterfly studies in Germany. I'd like to see the. <laughs> I'll tell you that. That's I'd like why. To see the, the numbers on that too. Going back to like um, the uh, stadiums and stuff. Like obviously, you're thinking in your head like, well, the more we're open, the more money we can make. Mm-hmm. However, it's got to get to a point where like. It's costing us money to have this yeah, motherfucker you, open. Mm-hmm. And when you have a baseball, a professional major league baseball game on a Tuesday at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, everybody's, everybody's alert. Coming. Nobody's going to that shit. TV, so there's, there's got ratings. to be some stadiums out there that are actually losing money to be open mm-hmm. and, and, and you know, have payroll on, on workers and, and, oh. and concessions and, yeah. and cleanup crews you and, don't and, see, and you all don't. this stuff versus when you see the stadiums in October – Pack electric, yes, electric. I mean, I've seen, I've, I've been in situations where I've been at a baseball game where it's been just as crazy, if not crazier, than a college football or college basketball game. Oh, dude, mm-hmm. Atlanta two years ago when the Braves won the World Series was one of the craziest places I've ever seen. Yeah, mm-hmm. nuts. Well, you don't see the NFL putting a two o'clock game on a Tuesday, right? Be kind of cool if they did, though. I'd take off. <laughs> 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 because of what it is, yeah. All right, but it's so if, hyped if up. It'd be the Tuesday the... two at PM game. Yeah. Imagine Thursday night baseball, Sunday night baseball. That's a thing. It used to be huge. It'd be yeah, much it cooler. I'd probably watch that. Yeah. yeah, there is Sunday night baseball, but it used to be way bigger. It used yeah. to be a huge. Uh, Sunday night baseball was huge. Fourth of July baseball. Yeah, like all of that used to be massive. Hey, where do you think Otani goes? He wants to stay out west, I think. Yeah, I he I I pray that he doesn't stay with the Angels. I think that I just I don't want him to go to the Dodgers. Everything I've been hearing is the Dodgers, but I want him to go somewhere. I want I'd I'd like for him to go to the Dodgers. I want him to go to like the highest marketability team there is. Well, I so want like the Yankees. 
what I wanted was for the Angels to move to Nashville and him to stay with the Angels. That would have been. Well, the Orioles cool. were. It was the Angels sweet. for a minute. I didn't know it was the Angels. I thought it was the A's, and then I thought it was the Orioles. Baltimore or Memphis. It was the A's are moving to uh, Vegas. <laughs> Vegas. Yeah. It was That's the, right. It was the Vegas Angels for a minute. Las Vegas Aces. Because right. yeah, I heard a lot a of people. It's a matter of time before Nashville has a team what? from every and major sport. Imagine baseball in Nashville. The be way huge. that. That's set up. The per, way it's that Nashville just like Atlanta. does Preds games. It'd be just like Atlanta. I mean, it'd be huge. Atlanta, I feel like Atlanta and Nashville are very similar in the aspects of sports other than the fact that there's no NBA team or baseball team. But everything else, I mean, Music City, Nashville, population, culture there, they would kill it with a baseball team. Oh, that team stadium is going to be sick. They would kill I, it with I, a baseball team. I was telling Brendan in the office the other day, guys, we've got to, whenever they get it done and they do announce that we're getting a Super Bowl, because we will, you know, it'll probably be like five years in advance. But, guys, we got to get tickets. Mm-hmm. Even to if what? it's Super to the Bowl. Super Bowl in Nashville. Because, oh, yeah. I mean – when you grow up in the in small town West Tennessee, how many times in your life are you going to be able to say that the Super Bowl was played two and a half hours up Mm-mm. the road, down the road? Never. You know what I'm saying? So even though they're going to be expensive and even though you're going to have to buy them so far in advance, you have no idea who the teams are going to be. Who cares? We're all football fans, and they're going to be the two best teams you just gotta in the world. You've got to hope and pray it's not Taylor Swift at halftime. <laughs> yeah. Because at that point, you're not going to be able to afford a ticket. You know, and who knows? It may be the Titans. <laughs> well, that goes like I'd the, love for it to happen. Would they allow that? Yeah, hmm? yeah. The Buccaneers did it. The yeah. Rams did it too, didn't they? Yeah, and it, it had never happened in in NFL history that it didn't happen back to back years. When when Brady won his last Super Bowl in Tampa, it was the first time that at the the home team, the the hosting team was the actual you know mm-hmm. Super Bowl participant. However you want to word it, I'm getting. Tongue tied, but and then it so it had never happened, and then it happened in Tampa, and then turn around and it happened the very next year in LA with when the Rams and uh Bengals played two years ago, and it almost happened three years ago with the Vikings when they hosted. Oh, damn, Patrick Kane's joining the Red Wings, so uh, it he can't happen. Uh-uh. Hey, think- also, I want to apologize real quick. Um, earlier I said that Shingoon always plays horrible against Dallas. Dude's popping off. He's nasty, dude. Um, he is. He's so good. And I love Shingoon, but he always does play against, bad against Dallas, but he's hooping right now against Dallas. Who they got matched up on him? Um, hell, probably uh, uh, from Tennessee. Uh, oh, uh, Grant Williams? Grant, yeah, they probably Grant. Grant Williams on him. Dude, Dallas is, he plays lockdown defense. Their centers are hard, but yeah, he's 6'2". Six six, yeah, he's 6'6". Six, six, he's my so. height. <laughs> Grant Williams is six two. No, he's six six. He's six four. Six four. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's yeah. little. Yeah, he's not big. I didn't think he was big. But he's got some arms on him. Like oh, he's yeah. got some, his knee. His uh, fingers touch his kneecaps. Like he's mm-hmm. got long that arms. That dude was crazy in college. Oh, gorilla. He pretty much, dude. He's got some long arms. But the dude is so strong too. Like mm-hmm. I love Grant Williams. I do too. <laughs> I bet y'all do. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I miss him. That team was awesome. No, well, the I team think... we have now is good too. I hate we ended Maui the way we did. Mm-hmm. Especially coming out. Do you, you still think Connect's the best player in college basketball? Yes. Still? Yes. Oh, he's awesome. Yes. How do you think we'll fare against North Carolina? Fine. I, that that brings me to a good we question. Have to win. We have you, to win that game. How much do you take out of an in season tournament? Because you're playing three games in three days <laughs> for college basketball. Yeah. Well, I said it on this podcast that come, come Selection Sunday, 
They're going to look back at that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're definitely going to look because back that was at it. So many quad one wins or, or just matchups in general, not even wins. Yeah, and that's what I'll I take, said. I'll I tell you this: that Tennessee went out the way it did. But I mean, <coughs> at the same time, like, how can you be mad? To Gruber's point, you just played three games in three days. Tennessee lost to the number two seed. I mean, the number two team in the nation, and then the number one, one team in the nation, and they should have beat Purdue. Got Purdue is very beatable. But I, I don't take anything from that game. There was seventy six free throw shot or something stupid. Oh, it was nothing. I, I, just like I, 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 said take, I take chat. nothing from that game. It, it was horrible, but that's the way Purdue's won every single game so far is they just beat you up down low. They're going to slow it down, muck it up, and, and that's just the way they play. And Purdue's very beatable. Let somebody get oh, hot yeah. against them. Like Tennessee, if they would have been hot against them, they would have blown them out of the water. Oh, for sure, because they had the looks. Because yeah. Tennessee matches up great with Purdue because they got size, they got length. Like, they can match up great with Tennessee. Oh, yeah, you all saw me in a group chat. I yeah. said, they out here playing rugby. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't even. But my thing on taking stuff from in-season tournaments, I take more from in, more more from in-season tournaments in today's college basketball than I have in the past couple of years because of coming back to the transfer portal, you've got older kids playing now, whereas like the last couple of years, most of these teams in these big in-season tournaments were all these one-and-done teams. So like you have Kentucky that starts off the year so slow, so you can't really take much from their early season struggles because mm-hmm. then at the end of the year they're a totally different team. Right. Whereas I take a lot more from it this year, this year because you have these teams that are four – you know seniors and fifth-year seniors where they know what to expect. You know what to expect from them. Like, mm-hmm. So I take more from it now than I did. That's just my take on the in-season tournaments. Well, and to counter that, you know, I you've got uh, – like Tennessee, you've got Zakai Ziegler back. You've got Josiah Jordan-James. You've mm-hmm. got Vescovy. They returned most Adu. of their guys. Yes, they did. But then you've got <coughs> probably the best two players on the team are Jordan Ganey and Dalton Connect yeah. who haven't played with these guys. Yeah. So you've got some teams that have completely rebuilt their team off of transfers. <laughs> so at the same time, like, yeah, they could end up being better down the road, which I think that Tennessee will be better down the road. I still think that Tennessee is probably one of the best five teams in the country. But I think they will be better a month from now than they are. I would agree because I think Tennessee is a matchup nightmare for people. They are. Just like I think Memphis is a matchup nightmare for people. I think those two teams are very similar to each other. They are. They, they have no weakness. No. They have zero weakness. Tennessee fixed their one weakness, which was going out and getting a guy that, hey, this is our dude. Give well, him the ball when really, shit's going wrong. You've got two. Yeah. Yeah. But connects that guy. Yeah, like, yeah. hey, you're He's, end of a shot clock. You can't get something. Get it to connect. Yeah. And Memphis has that in a couple of guys, actually. Yeah. Um, but they're also – I mean, those two teams are matchup nightmares for people, and I think that they will get better and better as the year goes on. Villanova is a matchup nightmare for people because they're just like Tennessee. They they literally are the same exact way as Tennessee, except mm. I think that they're a little bit better right now because they basically returned a lot of guys. You know, same way as Tennessee, but I think they're playing a little bit more together than Tennessee is right now. But I think Tennessee in the end of the year is going to be better than Villanova. But yeah. those two teams are very similar. Well, and you got Zakai Ziegler <coughs> coming off an ACL surgery yeah. that he just I think he just got cleared like three weeks ago. Like he's not. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's not basketball ready. Yeah, North Carolina. I'm out on North Carolina. I am too. I'm in on Arizona. Mm. I'm in on Arizona. Out on North Carolina. I'm out, out on, on Miami. Miami. <laughs> uh, yeah, out on Miami. I'm all the way in on like re- regardless of what happened in this game right here. This Kentucky team, like I don't think people realize how deep this Kentucky team is. This Kentucky team might be as deep as that uh, year with like Towns and Booker and all of them. Like 
This team is so deep. They're mm. good. Well, they played Tennessee in Lexington on a Saturday night. It's going to be a big game. Yeah, I think, though. When is, when is that, though? It's in January or February. I oh, definitely want to go to a Memphis Tigers game. Kentucky's good in January and February. I want to go to a Memphis game. Yeah, I do, too. They're the only good thing Memphis, the city of Memphis has to offer. I'd like right to now. see how much crowd participation they get out of that. Oh, playing home games. You know they're playing Ole Miss. How long has it been since you've been to a Tiger game? Dude. When we went two years ago? Yeah. They're playing Ole Miss in a couple of days. They – the city of Memphis gets up for Tiger basketball games way more than they do anything else. They should. Way more than the Grizzlies. Like Tiger basketball games are insane. Oh, yeah. For sure. Tennessee at Kentucky, Saturday, February the 3rd, 7.30 p.m. Night game, <laughs> Saturday in Lexington. How, at, how much are those tickets? At the Rupp. Dude, that's going to be a, I want to go to the Rupp. That'll be a great so game. I got a tick pick. I've never been to the Rupp. That'd be a great game. Let's go. Keith Cox said it's unlike anything else being at Rupp. Uh, yeah, well. Keith so Cox little, says a lot so of his little, shit. So were his little neon lights on his Hyundai Tiburon <laughs> in high school. So, shout hey, out he, Hey, Cox one thing about that, dude loves Kentucky. He, he does, does, dude. He was a football fan when they – He texted me the other day and asked. He said, where's all the Kentucky shit in our, <laughs> for our Acres Dallas house stuff? <laughs> Speaking of that Kentucky topic – who in the hell do A&M fans think they are? I think they're better than Turning down Mark Stoops. Oh, money. I mean, I, I get I love how everybody was like, we've never seen this before, and all Tennessee fans are like, we did it with Shiana. Yeah, welcome to the show. Yeah. <laughs> we did it better. It was way Yeah, crazy. we painted it on a rock. <laughs> we went, we went to the athletic office. <laughs> we were outside of the athletic office ready to throw shit. Yeah, they, Tennessee's something else. Mm. I uh, my cousin texted me today telling me about the Hendon Hooker's brother transferring, mm-hmm. and he said we've got our quarterback. And I said, how long do you think it takes for Tennessee fans to want him over Nico? And he said, first name completion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the way Tennessee fans are. I don't know. I saw stats for Joe Milton this year. And it's the worst that Josh Heupel's ever had for any quarterback he's ever had. Worse than Drew Locke, Hendon, any of those guys. And it's still like third or fourth best in Tennessee football history. (laughs) That's wild. You know, I will say Milton did come out and throw that thing around on Saturday. I I take a lot into the fact that people said he was hurt because – him at the beginning of the season compared to him from Alabama game on were two completely different players. Except for the Missouri game. Except for the Missouri game. But for that offense to work, you have to have a mobile quarterback. You have to be able to run the football. Hendon did it last year. Yeah. Hey, did you see where Hendon's about to come back from injury? I did. If Jared Goff comes out there drunk anymore, Hendon might take over. That'd be cool to see. I'd love to see him do well. I really would. Hendon is a great human being. Hendon's got the tool. Like, if there was a team where you could come oh. in and actually play, he's got the tools the there. The Mons are the team to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amon Ra, who is just a cheat code, mm-hmm. throw it to me in time. I mean, hey, also, I was thinking about this this morning. I was, I was in the shower and I was pondering my <laughs> Xbox uh, Madden team. And uh, I'm thinking about taking the Patriots and starting a dynasty with them. But who are you going to trade? Uh, I'm just going to build through the draft. All right. I'm okay. building through the draft. I'm, Brand start, new? I'm starting Bailey Zappi over Mac Jones from day <laughs> oh, one. Okay. Like, that's just who I am and what I'm doing. I'm starting Devontae Parker, like Taquan Thornton. Like, that's my team. I'm rolling with them and we're going to just, just rough it for a year. And then I'm going to draft somebody cool. But 
if you had to pick, if you had to rebuild that team, like, let's say, you know, you you want to pick a receiver to help a young quarterback out on that team. Mm-hmm. Like, I know what I'm prioritizing, but what are, what are y'all prioritizing? Like, if like if say you say you were the Patriots, all right, horrible offense, like no hope for them offensively, like they're horrible. Mm-hmm. All right, I think my worst offensive team in the league, like Tommy DeVito is better. All right, <laughs> but you take that team and you pick, say you get, um, you don't get the first pick, you get fourth pick. You take like a Jaden, Jaden, I mean a Jaden McDaniel's. All right, I mean Jaden Daniels. <laughs> I keep calling him Jaden McDaniel's off the Timberwolves, but. <laughs> Say you take Jaden Daniels, all right? So you have a young quarterback. What do you – like, what's your next move? <coughs> like, I know what my next move is, like rebuilding the Patriots. What's your next move? With the Patriots of where they are right now? Yes, where they are. Like, you're taking this team. What, what's your next move? And I'm on Madden or real life? Because <laughs> I mean, if I'm on I'll Madden tra- or real Because I'm just going – I'm just going – I'm, I'm going to load up the See, wide receivers and the running backs. I and treat Madden when I build teams. Like, I try to treat it realistic. You're building up the offensive line. I treat it realistic. Like, if, if I get computer trades that, like, just would never happen in real life, I'd decline them. All right? Mm-hmm. Like, I play Madden the right way. My thing is the best way to build up an offense is to have a good defense. Uh, and, and they have a pretty solid defense. Mm-hmm. And it's young, too. Like, everybody was talking about, you know, they were mad that they took Gonzalez or whatever. Gonzalez was the right pick. But, all right, so what, what do you do? I, 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 I'm going to go and tell you right now. I'm taking, for a young quarterback that's developing, I'm either going and finding, like, a very reliable slot receiver or I'm taking a very good slot receiver. Mm-hmm. Like, a Jackson Smith and Jigba, like, I feel like that's the most valuable position for a young quarterback is a good slot. What I would do is I would draft offensive line and I would go after T. Higgins. Yeah, I mean, I think that's I think that's a great move. Mm-hmm. But let's say, you know, you're the Patriots right now. You might have to build that line up through free agency too. So, like, your second pick, are you taking? If I have the second pick, if Joe Alt's available in the second round, I'm taking Joe Alt. Like, yeah, but if I have the second pick, depends on what happens <coughs> with the first pick. You're taking you're taking a quarterback, you're taking a young or young quarterback. I don't know which one, but you're well, taking if it's one. Daniels of them. and like you just reverted to. Being a mobile quarterback, you have to have a good offensive line to support a mobile quarterback. Yeah, because That's the there's a difference up. between scrambling for your life because your offensive line sucks and actually being a mobile quarterback. Mm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. D- Daniels so, takes one good hit from his next snap. To Nick Bosa or somebody. Oh, dude, it's gonna hurt. <laughs> I'm with I'm with Doc here. I'm I'm taking my chances on drafting the good offensive lineman, and I'm hitting the. I'm uh, going and getting a wide I'm receiver. I'm getting a proven wide receiver. I agree with that because I think that's where I the think Titans you way more busts at skill positions than you do linemen. I think that's where the Titans screwed up this year, which they did take offensive linemen first round, but then you went quarterback. But see, I'm not going to take. I, I, this is my theory. I'm not going to take a whole like you're saying, build up the offensive line. I'm not going to take all rookie offensive line or, th- or three offensive line right in a row. I'm going to build that through free agency and trades because I want a reliable. Mm. older offensive line that knows what's going to happen and get some younger guys that you can develop as well. But, like, my next pick, I'm getting, like, a solid receiver that I can go ahead and build around too, like a neighbors. You you get Daniels and neighbors together mm-hmm. and then start building, you know, get a younger offensive line. If Joe Alt's there in the second round, I'm taking Joe Alt, though. That's like, what I'm saying too, though. You want a guy, too, that's already after his rookie deal Wide receiver. Yeah. So go a get T. Higgins, that, too. Uh, Higgins. Yeah. And you pair him with a young 
neighbors yeah. and then draft off two, two offensive line yeah. and then t- go after free agency, I like build that. them around, yeah. and then in between you draft young defensive players. I like that. I think that that's that would be my move right there. Mm-hmm. Like, because yeah. you can get guys in the third to sixth round that mm-hmm. might show out on defense. Yeah. You talk about like veteran that. offensive linemen, they, they can move around. Mm-hmm. You put your three veterans at center and t- tackle, mm-hmm. put your rookies at guard, and – Go from there, because I mean, we had the same exact conversation in real life about Anthony Richardson this year. Mm. About do you send him to the Wolves or do you develop him? Mm-hmm. Look what ended up happening towards that ACL. I said, what, what happened to him? He shoulder, shoulder AC, yeah. AC joint. Yeah, yeah, AC yeah but he hurt his knee one week something. too, though. Do you see what happens to an AC uh, joint though? If, if you're going, if you're going yeah, like Keenan Allen, if you're going number one pick with a quarterback, you got to protect him. Because I don't care how I'm many not weapons going he Daniels, has, though. he can't throw me anybody. I'm, not, I'm just throwing out the game. <laughs> but I think that's where the Bears are screwed up. That Bears offensive line has been horrible for no, they're they're bad seven eight years now, and they keep drafting quarterbacks, but there's no one to protect them. You've got to you've got to have a good offensive line. But my thing with the Patriots though is you've got you have to take a quarterback because you can't roll out Mac Jones again. Oh, I agree. And you but can't roll out Zappy. The line will also let Ramondre Stevenson and Zeke Elliott roll too. Zeke probably won't even be in the league next year. He might not. He's going to be coaching high school. But no, now. I agree. Offensive line is is of utmost importance. Yeah, show some respect for us big boys now. Hey, we out here in the fucking trenches. I'm respecting because I love Talk a good about offensive that line. Push all right? works all the time is because of that line. <laughs> right. Eagles aren't who they are without without uh, Kelsey. Yeah, Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey is, in my opinion, more valuable than Travis Kelsey right now. Right now, yeah, Taylor Swift ruined his career. Yeah, but sexiest I'm, man alive at that too. Hey, shoot, I hear you. <laughs> he is tender. But hey, I, I will say this though: I am going to start this Patriots team, so I'm I'm pretty excited. Yeah, about keep it. us updated. Yeah. I'm excited. Let us know. Y'all want to join an online franchise with me, so y'all can keep up and see how it's going. I no, go full. I did just buy a PlayStation. Get on, get on Twitch and, and start do it up. Let's document. All right, chat. Thing. All right, chat. Who you want me to draft next, chat? <laughs> <laughs> like this chat if you want Joe Alt next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the hearts. Thank yeah. you for the roses. <laughs> well, all right. Well, hey, that's that's our rundown. That's our feelings on everything. If you want to tune into my um, my uh, my breakdown of the Patriots um, team, just follow along. I might start a Twitch. All right. But, I want a full coaching board. I want X's nose and. Hey, I'm gonna be like that guy on TikTok Live where he's like, check one, check, check, <laughs> check, <laughs> Omaha, up, up, and like he he calls out everything and then he snaps and throws an interception. But yeah. But there we are. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to the to the uh, Telegram yet, you want to subscribe <laughs> that so you can win like we won on Kentucky tonight. Mm-hmm. Anybody have a last call? My last call, San Francisco 49ers money line this week. It's an absolute lock. Best better than the NFL this year. That's a freebie. That's a freebie right there. We don't give those out very often. That's a freebie. Mm. My last call is – if I had to take it again, I'm taking Memphis to win <laughs> to win the tournament. Battle for Atlantis. I went blank there for a second, but I'm taking them to win <coughs> again. I'd take it again. They would win it again. I'm sorry I lost y'all money for those of you who took it. I have a question for my last call. Mm-hmm. Who do y'all think's winning the national championship? For Michigan. Football. Michigan. I said it from the very beginning, Michigan. I want to go back and look at it, but I think my early season of outside looking in and my four teams is pretty damn close. I'm going to go on a wild one and say Oregon. 
It's not too wild, but I can see them doing it. Yeah, it's not too wild. I could see them doing it, though. I think they're a very complete team. This is the first year in a long time. I don't have a clue. I was about to say. I don't Like I, I don't have a clue. If I had to guess, I would say Georgia again, just because I don't. That's the they've answer. Yeah. All right. Well, let me just ask you this: Does the SEC champion win a national championship? No. I think so. I think whoever wins it's Michigan. What? I'm going to go back to that tweet that I saw before the year started. I think Ohio State is built to win a national championship, and Michigan is built to beat Ohio State. I, I don't, I don't think they can compete with the big boys. I don't see Ohio State's built to win a national championship with, with uh, old Noodle Arm as quarterback. McCord, McCord, dude, McCord is horrible. McCord is horrible without Michael, without um, Marvin Harrison Jr. McCord might be the worst quarterback. My argument for Michigan is uh, what's his name? Uh, 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 what's his name? The wide receiver, Abuka. Abuka. Yeah, he's good too. My argument for Michigan is is they want to run the football, exactly. and if you come into Alabama or Georgia and they know you want to run the football, you're not going to run the football. It's been shown all year you can run on Georgia all day long. Georgia's no, defensive line. Georgia's defensive line is not the same as what it used to be. And I say that I've been saying that about Alabama for the past six years. And Alabama actually wrong. scores with people now. They don't hold people defensively. Like this is the year right here. Michigan can run it. They, they I think they'll send a message. I think they'll run it down whoever's threat they come to. They're not going to throw until they have to. I think Ohio State's defense is better than Georgia's I, defense. I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I'm going to have to see it to believe it. For the first time ever, I know. I know. You know, we're all about SEC, and I love the SEC, and I want SEC to beat the shit out of everybody. I do. But for the first time ever, I don't think the SEC runs shit anymore. Mm. And you might be right. You really might. But I, it, it goes – it's that age-old, I'm going to have to see it to believe it. And if you want my honest opinion, too, the SEC this year? There's three teams in the top ten. I know, but the SEC's putting out offenses. Like, SEC scoring the ball? Well, that's what I was getting ready to say. You were just talking about how – People can run all over Georgia now, but Georgia's scoring more points than they ever have. Oh, they are. And this little – I say little. This dynasty run that they're on. They, they built it off of defenses, but now, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say. This weekend will tell a lot, but that's why as a group, you know, will the SEC champion win the national championship? Yeah, uh, I mean, it's going to – I think they do because they've both been there before. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a big thing to me is being there. I mean – I don't think there's too much of an argument that Kirby Smart and Nick Saban are probably. I think the championship game will be more exciting than some of the playoff games. I really do. I do, too. I think it's going to be insane. Uh, I had to get that one out there. I, well, I like it. It'll be interesting to see. But, I don't know. Call right. it, Logan. Peace call it, Logan. This is the last Call Sports Podcast. We will catch you next week. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Follow us on the socials. And then also, this was brought to you by Acres Down South, home of the game day polo. Peace. Don't let your meat low. Y'all